Welcome to Dyson Pixels, episode five, season uh, two. Hello. How is everyone going today? How you doing over there in your uh, puck hole, puck? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. How about you, man? How are you? I am. What's going on? Um, Bought a Switch yet? <clears throat> no, I haven't. <clears throat> I went to try and play one at a, on a, at a demo somewhere, but I uh, couldn't find any that were being <laughs> demoed. So, uh, no, but um, <laughs> apart from the large handful of issues that have come out with it, such as it getting scratched when you put it in the dock. Is a- Sounds like a pretty successful release, though. Uh, no, it was. It crushed everything. Yeah. Uh, literally everything. Um, anyway, let's get on with the show. Then we'll talk about this. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so, well, I- First thing on it, uh, we had, you had our first indie uh, showcase night last yeah, week. Yeah, so all out. of the cool people turned up. Uh, the losers did not. The second um, time, third time <laughs> this has happened to me. It was good. It I was exist. Good. I assure you I exist. There's, I know there's a little club out there that thinks I'm not real and I'm kind of just this Yeah, it's a conspiracy theory going around. No. I may or may not be fanning that. Um yeah, no, 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 but uh, that was really good. We had uh, we actually had seven exhibitors come along in the night. Seven! But the, inter- seven. the interesting thing is the next one's going to be on the 27th of April, and we have, so far, 12 exhibitors yeah, coming. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so um, should be good. Uh, we gave away, uh, the uh, the kind guys at uh, over at Ace Comics gave away a $50 store credit uh, to the winner of the Nerd Trivia, which was Hayden, um, and um, uh, Michael... Won the uh, the Fresh from the Forge Lucky Door Prize. Oh, I wanted that. I'm coming sweet. for you. Yeah, they're like it's. I'm coming for you, Michael. <laughs> Brian. Um, the uh, the 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 box it comes in is a really satisfying weight. Like it's like a, metal. It's, no, it's cardboard, iron. but cast iron. But it's probably maybe one to two kilos. Nice. So it feels. So you good. feel like you've got something there. Do we have any prizes uh, set up for the next? We don't, but I have a few ideas for uh, things that we can set up. We'll so have some we'll stuff. Have don't you worry. Come along. That was really. It sounds like it went really well. So well, the next I think one we're will... going to do nerd trivia again. I was. I thought the nerd trivia because the the way that worked is that we we asked everyone sixteen questions and then they had a challenge and the challenge question might be and they had to they had to, they had to name at least five things. So, for example, uh, name five science fiction Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. Oh. Total Which, Recall. Yeah, that's one. Uh, sixth Day. Two. Yeah. Yeah. It gets Terminator. Hard. Yeah. Um, how many do you have to name? Five. Five, okay. Two more. Um, Starts to get tricky, doesn't it? Oh, come on. Terminator 2. Terminator 3. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think you could actually do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it gets... Um, it, it got really, really tricky. So I think... Out of a potential score of 21, because it was 16 questions and then you get a bonus five points if you got the five questions yep, right, but yep, you had yep. to get all five, right? That's 21 points, potentially. Our highest yes. score for the day was 13. Ooh. So, actually quite tricky. Um, otherwise, yeah, I mean, we had some oh, phenomenal uh, stuff from the exhibitors there. Um, oh, man. Uh, uh, Trish was there, who's one of the artists who actually plays in uh, Dutch Potato. She's also a DM. Um, her artwork is phenomenal. I'm actually getting it commissioned 
for an, for a campaign. See, this is, awesome. is she coming back? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so next one will be like the first one, but bigger. Yes. With more things. Yes, and uh, and our uh, uh, friends over at the Nugcast were all along as well. Turns out they're all game developers. So a couple of them are coming back to awesome. exhibit their games next time. So that's great. I should have done the first one. But that's all good. I missed the first one, so please come to the second one because yeah. I'll be there unless I'm on fire. So again, 100% free for exhibitors and uh, and the public. Yeah, so- everyone come along to check out and and... More importantly, support the indie gaming community mm-hmm. and the indie development community, comic books, arts, all kinds of stuff. You know, what, you know what's really interesting? There was, um, there was a, one of the indie comic developers was there. Like, um, they do publishing. She was saying they go to Supernova and they'll have their stalls set up. And she said she has had Supernovas before where not a single person has stopped to say hello to them. That sounds about right because Supernova is generally a lot of foot traffic and people tend to flock to the stuff where you can buy the most trinkets. But how the hell is that possible though? Because people go to Supernova to buy stuff now. Oh, well, to they, just, yeah, but they, no, but they go there to buy comics. the mass-produced stuff that, yeah. that you can get at Zing and EB and stuff like that. So. Is, but, but isn't that isn't that so bloody frustrating though? Oh, yeah. Like, as far as like, because oh, yeah. obviously this podcast is all about the, the indie the indie scene. Oh, Supernova has nothing to do with indie. <sighs> Supernova is the Activision of the yeah. freaking yeah. Oh man, that's that's crazy. So yeah, so I'm 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 really psyched to be putting on these events because it means we get to shine a light on something which gets shine overlooked. Shine a light. Yeah. Uh, what else have we going on this week? Um, I got a couple little mini news items before we get to the actual news news, just because I've picked up on on them. Uh, one of them, I I it's not indie, so I can't review it, but I've been playing Horizon Zero Dawn and I love it. Check it out. It's uh, it's really good. Mass Effect Andromeda came out this week. Uh, I don't have it. Yeah, I really want it. I've been waiting for years for this. You still need to play any of the Mass Effect I games. I still haven't played any you of them. You pathetic yeah. sack of shit. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I <laughs> I may have overstepped my bounds there. Um, but um, you really should. Oh, one thing of news, which will be relevant to stuff we've done previously. Death Road to Canada has an iOS and Android release date. Oh! <gasps> Seriously, because I would yeah. be more likely to play that on oh, yeah. phone. I'm yeah. looking forward to that more than... Oh, it's going to be wonderful. So yeah. all of you who enjoyed the uh, playthrough, if you haven't seen it, go and check it out. Um, yeah, you can get it soon on your mobile device. And then and then I will no longer have any time. Ever. But uh, yeah. but but onto the news, I think. Our speed news. Oh, um, whoa, 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 whoa. Hang whoa, on. Just, whoa, just whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow, slow down. Slow your roll, buddy. Slow down. Uh, no, no. The uh, I was just going to say, the, uh, the the only other thing that we've got going on this week, uh, Dutch Potato, we are launching tonight our brand new tabletop uh, night over at Ace Comics. Well, this was recorded on Thursday, so it was actually last night for those of you listening on Friday, so <laughs> you missed it. Yeah. Um, so you launched. In that case, <laughs> yes, we launched it. It went very well. Uh, <laughs> Excellent. So, um, yeah. Stunning success. It's basically, it's... um. So Mark Tuesday, Wahlberg turned up. It was amazing. Exactly. So Tuesday night over at uh, Annalie is our D&D night. Thursdays is now our tabletop night, except for obviously the Thursday that we yeah. run the indie game event. Um, however, uh, just to give you an idea. So if, if you're not quite sure what you want to play, but you know you want to play something, Thursday night is the night. So the idea is that everyone turns up and plays something. So we'll be trying out new RPGs. Someone's bringing along Pugmire, if you remember that uh, mm. Kickstarter, which is awesome. basically D&D, but you're different breeds of dog. 
It's awesome. Uh, uh, someone uh, uh, someone bought the, or actually Hayden, who won the um, the the nerd trivia, has bought the steampunk version of Munchkin. So we'll play some. Oh, of you that. want to play that? Munchkin's great. Yeah, any form. Um, they're bringing uh, someone's bringing Boss Monster with all the expansions. Yes. We've got um, there's the Doctor Who RPG. Which did you know? There's a Doctor Who that. RPG. Uh, I think I've come across, but I don't own it. Yeah. I own every other Doctor Who game. There's, not a the di- RPG. there's a different book for each Doctor. Did you know there is a, a Doctor Who uh, miniatures game? No, but that's cool. Yeah, I can't remember who's producing it, and it's amazing. So basically, what we'll be doing is it'll be kind of like a, a grab bag. So we'll play a little bit of everything and just have a crack at it and see what we like. I'd also like to apologize before for randomly selecting Mark Wahlberg as a celebrity because I don't really know why I went that way. He's not really a celebrity. He's not. He killed someone, didn't he? Well, I mean, he is a celebrity. Killed someone? Yeah, when he was younger. What are you talking about? He beat someone to death. I think you might get beating someone to death slightly confused with him releasing that song by Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch when he was in that band. Yeah, didn't he actually kill someone though? Uh, he killed music. <laughs> I don't know if he killed a person. I'm He's not a really sure. Um, but anyway, on to the news news. Um, okay, so, 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 so who wants to start? You want to start? You want to start? I'll start. I'll start. You start if you like. I'll start. Okay, so first up in the news, Overwatch's anti-abuse system is getting an overhaul because apparently the existing anti-abuse system couldn't control all of the fuckwits that were in the game, so they needed to make it better. <laughs> Uh, we've got, um, uh, there, there was, there was a game that was being released, uh, called Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. Have you seen this one? Nope. It's a spiritual successor to Castlevania. Um, Ooh. yeah, it was being released out on Wii U. It's been cancelled and they've switched it to being released on the Switch. <gasps> wow. Someone cancelled releasing something on a Wii U. I am absolutely astounded because we all know how well the Wii U. Yeah. But, 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 that's, that was actually, in case people don't know that was actually a fairly successful uh kickstarter like very successful kickstarter yeah anyway uh oh um in gaming news uh sort of assassin's creed has a tv series coming and i really don't care at this point (laughs) (laughs) i just don't care anymore well that's right i will i will give you something to care about you there's a there's an expansion uh for goat simulator out called goat Waste of Space Simulator. Oh, no, that's been out for a while and my daughter has it. It just came out. Can't have just come out. My daughter's been playing it on iPad for ages. Waste of Space. Unless oh, it's no. an expansion for Waste of Space. Well, it's, a, it's Goat Simulator. Yeah, no, there is a, there's Goat Simulator Waste of Space came out on iPad, I don't know, a year uh, ago? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, so it's just been released on consoles now. Oh, so you oh can get God. it everywhere. That is the most ridiculous game. Yeah, I need to get it. I didn't even know, I didn't even know it was on an iPad. Um, okay, okay. Uh, oh, here's another one. Super Mario Run is available early on Android and there's an update for iOS, which I also don't care about because I don't like games where I get to the end of the first three levels and then have to pay. Yeah. I would have been fine with that if I'd paid for it up front. It was the trap. Yeah. It was the trap. She okay, got okay, me okay. home and then she trapped me. Okay, so this is... The, okay, so VR... News seems to happen like more and more nowadays. Yeah, because everyone's releasing VR games. Okay, there is a new game that's just been launched out in the middle of nowhere. There's been no press around it, no media releases, nothing. Ghostbusters VR. Okay, that would be amazing. Yes. Yeah. Oh. So it's just been released. Um, it's been released for PSVR, which I don't even know what PSVR is actually. Oh, PS- PlayStation oh my VR. god, I slap right. you with every bit of myself. Oh, right. The PSVR yeah, yeah, looks yeah. really, really good. Yeah. 
Yeah, VR's good on any platform. Um, Apple is launching a Snapchat competitor. What? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what Apple's doing anymore. As far as I can tell, they spend all of their time writing updates to fuck my phone. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of competitors, Facebook is taking on Twitch. Have you seen this? Why? Yeah, they're now officially um, expanding out their live streaming capabilities um, to basically you can now live stream direct from your PC, um, which is interesting. So it's 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 basically it's expanding. It's, you know the the live video. Okay. Yeah, I know I, why they're doing it. They're trying to recollect all the people that are leaving. Yeah. Because none of the younger generations care about it anymore. It's for old people now. Okay, okay, okay. And if oh. you're using it, you're old now. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. How does it feel? But see, you can do like things like screen sharing and stuff, apparently, in Facebook. Oh, or that sounds really safe. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, 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 okay, okay, okay. I don't understand the live video function in Facebook because it's not fucking live. It's a recording. Yeah. How is that a live video? Isn't every video a live video? Because it was live when it was recorded. No. no, no, no. It's only live if you watch it later. Then it's not a live video. Yeah, but they can stream it live. Every video is streamed live. No, it's not. Oh, well, no, I guess. No, but it's every- not. I, I, I mean, they can stream it. it. Like, they can sit there and they can do it and people can watch it as they do it. Or they can come back and watch it later. Same as Twitch. You almost never actually see the live videos. No. Not when they're live. I've seen a few, but they're always of stuff you don't care about anyway. Yeah. It's like now, instead of people taking pictures of their food, you can watch them eat it live. <gasps> I don't care. It's um, in other gaming news, Nintendo has confirmed uh, that, yes, there was an issue with the Joy-Con controllers, the issue that most people were having. Um, but in a statement provided to uh, IGN, they said that a manufacturing variation has resulted in wireless interference with a small number of the left, John, uh, left Joy-Con, but they've confirmed it's not a design issue nor a manufacturing issue. Now, I don't see how that's possible if they've confirmed that <laughs> some of the ones that manufactured have an issue, but it's not a manufacturing <laughs> issue. Either way, they know what it is and they are, they are fixing it, which is good. Um, good on them. They actually did very well on that launch. You're next. Uh, speaking of Nintendo, um, Super Mario Run is now released on Android. Um, I and- just read that before. Did you? I told you that. Yeah. Yeah. You're listening. doubling up on the news. I wasn't listening. You did. Oh. oh. You lost your turn. Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go. Who's still playing that? No one. Did you see Harry Potter is being released as... Um, this seems like a bit of a segue. Yeah, no, it's, it's, um, it's, basically, it's, it's, it's basically Pokemon Go, but Harry Potter. So you can capture Emma Watson. What? Probably. <laughs> I think you just captured like different creatures. Like think more um, uh, beasts and uh, magical beasts and where to find them. Oh, more than fantastic beasts. Fantastic beasts, sorry. Um, you were close. Oh, okay. Well, well, Pokemon Go either way has made Squirtle Lapras more common. Both yeah. Squirtle and Lapras, if you're still playing it, which I'm not. Um, the, um, uh, the drop shop update for uh, Rocket League is now out. Have you played Rocket League? Yeah. Yeah. So huge, 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 huge update came out um, and it changes the game vastly. Mm-hmm. So probably recommend if you haven't played it in a while, uh, check it out again because it's a very different kind of game now. <clears throat> I will go back to it because it's been years and years since I've actually uh, played that. Wow, it's not, it has not been a good week in news. There's not much that's really 
Interesting. Not really. Xbox this... Live has fixed some purchasing problems, but... Yeah, oh, X- well. and Xbox One has been going a little bit crazy. So, like, um, Xbox One uh, has just released a whole bunch of backwards compatible games. Oh, that's... Which is interesting. Um, But, you know, that's about it. Well, Xbox Live has also fixed a lot of their purchasing problems that have been going on with the store. Apparently. Yeah. Um, Have you ever played Hacknet? Hacknet? Yeah, it's a hacking simulator. Uh, I've played lots of hacking simulators, not Hacknet. Yeah, which I never really got, but... um, Hey, on the subject, kind of, you know a movie that hasn't aged well? Hackers. It was never meant to age well. It was out of date the, when it was released. No, they were talking about risk chips, man. They were cutting edge when that came out. But hang on, were they though? They were kind of, Yeah, when it first came out of the movies, they were. Yeah, right. Because remember, that was back in the days where a movie would come here like a year after it came to the States. <laughs> um, and a final update, Apple, uh, in a tech news, has made a significant update to its iPad. Huge update. They've dropped the air branding. Yeah, right. Um, Huge. Oh, mammoth. Okay, okay. I just Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> um, I actually just remembered one thing. What? Have you seen? Um, uh, they've released the soundtrack, like a remastered soundtrack of um, Zelda: Ocarina of Time. No, a lot of a lot of community projects have done that though. So they're yeah. going to have to be struggling to. There is a oh, there's like a oh two hour recording on YouTube if you look it up which is, I think it's a London Philharmonic Orchestra playing all of the themes from like the most popular games. And it's amazing. Actually, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, this one's, this one's, it's 21 songs from Zelda, like Ocarina of Time specifically, um, but it's been recorded by a 64-piece orchestra, which is a relatively big That's not bad. Yeah. Well, hey, I didn't tell everyone at the beginning what we'll be reviewing tonight. I might do that now. Yeah, uh, I'm going to be reviewing. Uh, the, these are they're not that new, but uh, a couple Android games in my collection: Super Cat Brothers and Miniature Garden, which I've gotten lots of fun out of. They're both free. Good, good. Uh, Puck is going to be reviewing Golf Zero, Outfolded, Outfolded, yes, yep. and Digby. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that leads us through after the news to our first discussion point for which the is? day, which was. Mobile gaming and the state of the mobile development game industry. Um, I actually have a little bit of input on this for a change. That's educated input because I've published things on the app market. Um, <clears throat> back in, wow, early app market. Uh, back in the days when if you developed an app for Apple, you actually had to buy an Apple computer and only develop on the Mac. You couldn't yeah. do anything else. This is before uh, things like, they've got like PhoneGap and basically everything that Unity brought to the, game market where you could just go oh and output your uh, thing mm. on a multiple mechanism um, now for a lot of listeners out there I'm not sure if you're looking at getting into video game development uh, if you're aware of some of the issues there are around publishing game because a lot of people this is great because one of uh, my my alter ego's life um, <laughs> is in the uh, corporate world and from that, you get a lot of people that will come to you and say things like, I have this great idea for an app or a game. If you make it, you'll make millions. And you'll That's in- every second person. You'll inevitably say, yeah. how? And they'll go, just put it on the app market. It'll be popular. It'll become popular virally. And then everyone will buy it. Yeah, yeah which- it's like those companies out there that make viral videos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> it's like, yeah, make me a viral video. Okay. Because that's how it works. Um, 
Of course, the issue is on the app market, Jesus, how many apps go up a day? It's like 8,000 or something and about five or 6,000 drop off every day off the app market. And yeah. I think uh, on the statistics of all apps, uh, including games, they're not to dishearten anyone out there that's looking at doing uh, video game development. I think it's 1% of... Uh, oh, no, it's 10% of app ideas get developed into a app or a game that they put on the market. Of that 10%, 1% make back the money that they spent making the app and it's like 0.001% profit in any way. So if you're looking to create a game or an app to make money, it's not necessarily the best platform to no, do it do on. do it for the joy of it. Don't do it to make money. Exactly. If you're doing stuff on uh, like indie games for Steam and console, it's a smaller market. You've got a better... better it's different though. It's a different market. Different approach. Um, um, but, but well, I mean, I, I found like what I do is every uh, every month or so, um, I jump on the app market and I have a look at the most popular ones and the ones that have been... And that's exactly like, what everyone featured. does. Yeah, and that actually, really the, 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 that's, that's a problem. You've got millions and millions and millions and billions of apps on the app market and everyone looks at the popular. Yeah. No one ever goes, what has no one played yet? I'll check it out. And there's no point in having a... I know they have newly released lists, but they're useless because... <laughs> It's a list with 8,000 items on it. Oh, on, on one side note, actually, I, um, I did just remember Oxenfree has been released on mobile. I think it would still be better on PC or, I think or so console. Because you've got to have... It's very... You gotta, it's very audio yeah. once, unless you're playing it with headphones on, which most people and don't think do. There are a lot of little, little inflections in the visuals too, which you wouldn't notice on a mobile screen. That's a great game either way. If you haven't yeah. played it and you want to play it on mobile... Go for it. It's really, really good. Uh, it's eight bucks though, which as that's mobile games go is a little steep. It's a bit steep, but when you yeah. think of how big the game is, that's brilliant. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so back to anyone that's looking to do that. Okay, that's the first thing. If you're looking at creating that generally, you don't want to create a game to make money. If you make money out of a game, you want to expect to be spending money on some kind of advertising or something yeah. like that. You, you're not just going to do it virally. Uh, the other issue is, depending on what you do in your game, there's a lot of stuff that Apple won't let you do. Android's a bit more lax. They basically let anyone do any kind of garbage they want to do on the app market. <laughs> Apple's very, very restrictive, especially if you hit a QC person that doesn't like you. Um, and there are a lot of them out there that I've heard nightmare stories about when you get stuck in a QC dead end forever. Yeah, which I don't know. I, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. It's not bad because, because it means the QC process wheedles out a lot of the garbage. Yeah. I mean, and if, look, there's a handful of people that get caught. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's a necessary side effect. Um, because really, you download, uh, you download an, an Apple app, it works 100% of the time. Yeah. Um, even if it's something you don't enjoy, you can still see it's a, it's a quality app. Basically, it works. It won't crash and stuff like that. So it's a, it's a catch to it. It can be a pain and it usually extends the time to market. So if you're looking at developing a game, make sure you leave. It can be up to two months sometimes in yeah. rare occasions for the QC process to go through. So don't think you're going to finish your app, have it all tested. It's great. No, and it's you'll be able to time. release it. This is actually why a lot of people say, our game's out on Android. It'll be out on iOS within the next two months or something. Yeah. And see, I would say one of the things that always limits people from this is usually the presentation of their game. However, just want to put it out there. Whoever. At the last indie showcase, we had two artists there who have done artwork for mobile games and digital games. Uh, they're coming next week as well. And we've got an additional 
one artist and an animator. So if you are, if you have an idea for a mobile game and you're getting stuck on the fact that you can't really do anything from a visual perspective, <clears throat> you actually come along as a great opportunity for networking with yep. those people. Exactly. Um, because oh god, next time we're gonna have uh, sound engineers, audio engineers, artwork people. Yeah. Everything. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Everything is gonna be great. So if you're looking to develop a game and you don't have resources. These are the people. These are the people you want to talk to yep. because they can be your hands. And they are doing it because they love it. Yep. And most of these people are doing it in their spare time. So, you know, they're, they're not someone who you walk in, they're not going to say, we'll do that for 40 grand. No, exactly. That's not what we're talking here. No, exactly. Yeah. Um, they're people that want to help because exactly. everyone's, this is why I like this community. Mm. It's good. Um, going on from there, uh, in terms of developing a game, if you're looking at different steps to get towards game development. Um, I mentioned Unity before. There are a few others. There's uh, things like uh, Game Maker Studio. I, I've never tested. It's, it's Android and iOS output. However, however, I have seen some pretty spectacular games come out of that. And it is, if you compare it to Unity, if you're just getting in and you're not really a coder, it is v- very much more accessible and is easier this- to get into. Yeah, well, I, I, always, I always thought Unity was like, the, the easiest no. point of entry. Game Maker Studio will not do 3D games. It's designed for 2D sprite-based games. Unity have mm. added that into their, their set, but it's still, it still feels very much a hack-on. They've just made a yeah. 3D engine do 2D stuff, which is essentially what they're doing. Um, the Game Maker Studio engine is based around the sprite-based technology of back in the days like Sonic the Hedgehog and stuff. So you see a lot of retro games being developed with it. Uh, but just, just, just real quick, are we talking... Like just general indie games or mobile games specifically? Um, general indie games. Okay, cool. Because uh, game. Okay, as an example, same, remember same how goes, I showed you the proto- mobile, those prototype? Yeah, you published to mobile. Um, the the difference is Unity. You can publish to mobile for free. Game Maker Studio. You don't have to buy a license at all, really, to produce games on PC. But you have to pay a once-off license to provision. So the licensing works different. Either way, you end up paying somehow. Um, remember those prototype games I was showing you. The one, the one, Dave. Has been working on. Guy, no, Dave. Hey, Dave. I've been working on a game. That's all in Game Maker Studio. Ah, right. Um, if you if you want to, you can you can get into any level of coding there. You can write an entire game hand coded, or you can do a game based on drag and drop. So if you're looking for an accessible solution, Game Maker Studio is actually pretty good. It gets a lot of bagging because the older versions were pretty shit, and the interface yeah, isn't right. as flashy. But you can produce some stunning games. I think um, oh, Game Maker Studio, uh, Hotline Miami. Um, that was a popular game that was done with it. Uh, there's a lot of others. Hang on. Uh, the original uh, Spelunky. Uh, oh, before really? they redid it for consoles, that was totally written mm. in Game Maker Studio. So it's if you look it up on the net, you'll discover it's done a lot more games than you expect. Well, I've never really looked into it because I'm not a coder. That's so it. Um, this is what I'm saying. Stuff. If people are out there and looking to get into games development, but they're not coders, um, you will have to learn certain levels of scripting language because there's really... Well, you know what? Not necessarily because uh, if, you, if, if you can't... And I'm, I'm, not, I'm not just harping on about this, but if you come to like the Indie Gaming Night, you've got coders there who are making games. You've got artists who can design the games. And then you've got commercial people yeah. um, who can help you take it to market. That is exactly it. So you might not need to... I'd also, just to throw in a couple of things... Um, do a comparison. Unity, I don't need to mention games made by Unity because the logo shows up at the beginning of them. Most of the 3D or isometric 3D-ish games you get on mobile are made with Unity. Yeah. Um, with Game Maker Studio, once again, they're, they're, they're 2D games. It can do 3D, but it sucks. Don't use 
3D. Uh, Volder Story, Stealth Bastard, if you're, if anyone's played that, that's a great game. Downwell, which was very popular. Uh, Momodoro Reverie Under the Moonlight, which is a popular Steam game. Spelunky, of course. Um, uh, Hyperlight Drifter, which has been getting a lot of thumbs up on Hyperlight Steam. Drifter. Hyperlight Drifter. I don't think I've seen that one. Uh, check that one out. It looks very, very good. But basically, you know how much uh, like Magisite and Terraria and stuff we've played? Yeah, 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 you could easily write that, that. You could write those kind of games very ah, easily. Yeah, right, right, right. Uh, and it's a very quick path to production. Unity takes a little bit longer, but there are some advantages, especially when you're doing 3D graphics. So there's some good places to start it. Plus, you've got Unreal Engine 4, which is great for high graphics stuff. I, it's not as heavily used in the mobile area as Unity is. It's used a lot for FPSs and stuff like that. Its graphics are gorgeous, but it is, it is a bit more difficult to, than Unity. Uh, if you want to yeah. use Unity properly, you need to know C, uh, C Sharp. Uh, or you can use it if you know JavaScript because it'll give you the option of two. Uh, but there's not as much online support for the JavaScript model than the C Sharp Yeah, model. right. But I guess the, the, the coding community nowadays, it's a bit easier to get into. So like, yeah. if you're someone like me who has an idea for a game, team up with people to make it. That's exactly it. If it doesn't work out, Get other people to help you produce it. You don't necessarily need to do it all yourself. Yeah. Most games are done by a network team of people, and you don't even have to be local. No, people all around the world that will do this. Uh, if anyone out there uh, as well is looking for uh, female voice talent for their game, there is a girl that we've been trying to work with. Um, I'm, waiting, I'm waiting for some developers to get back with us so we can actually start the Bella? project. Uh, no, no, not Bella. Bella's fantastic, so... She will be working on any future project coming as well. But Tammy as well. She's professional oh, yeah. voiceover. Uh, she's amazing. Uh, for our corporate side, we, we oh, yeah, need yeah, to get her in. So um, anyone that's looking for that, hit me up at that indie event. I'll make introductions because I know she's looking to break into the yeah, nice. gaming development scene. And she's got a broad range of experience in voice acting. She's done professional. And she has a fantastic studio. And I keep on uh, pinging her. Uh, about her wonderful mic. I said, where'd you get a mic? What's your mic? What kind of mic are you using? She says, oh, it's this. And I looked it up. It was like four grand. I went, okay, I'm sad now. <laughs> uh, just just, uh, just on a quick side note, uh, I just got a message from Nap. Uh, oh, he, hi, Nap. He would like me to Hug him. read you a sign uh, that he found a picture of uh, outside of coffee shop. Okay. It says, after I drink coffee, I like to show the empty mug to the IT guy to tell him I've, I've successfully installed Java. He hates me. <laughs> yes, he would. In fact, in fact, anyone out there who's seen that sign and thinks that's a good idea, that's what's possibly going to push your Java coder over the edge. Um, and if they're not a Java coder, it will immediately push them over the edge. Uh, yeah, don't do that. So that that's a bit of a... I've had a little bit of experience. A lot of our listeners have had a lot more experience in mobile development but in terms of an engine overview or ways to get into it and ways to get started it's not as daunting as it once was you can do it after work and in your free time and that's why australia has got such a blooming indie video games industry because yeah. it's very accessible to get into you can now bring an idea to fruition um please don't write games like the youth trainers or what was it pony unicorn astronaut or something which is rated one of the worst games of all time that oh, we got, have to play it that got pulled oh, it's got pulled Oh. Can't get it anymore because it was that bad. That's um, a bugger. As a small before our review section, um, I just like to take a moment because I found this uh, interesting review that I was reading last night. Not a review, 
this is a, a list of some of the most terrifying bugs that I've ever encountered in games, which were centered in my mind because as new games come out, there's always bugs with them. Um, did you know that there was an, uh, a group that took uh, Super Smash Brothers? Great game. Loved it. Mm. But they recoded it so characters would use the skins of other characters but keep their physics. So I'll give you an example. And come over here, Puck. Come okay. O- Come over to my mic for a minute. Look at the ungodliness of what happens when you mix Solid Snake with Donkey Kong. Donkey Snake and <laughs> full-size Pikachu uh, as Link. Actually, that's not Link. And the more terrifying one, um, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Peach. Peach Kirby. We'll po- we're going to post this on our Facebook page. Peach Kirby is the most terrifying gaming character I have ever seen. Check out the Facebook feed for that picture. Well, I was just going to say, like, what you just <laughs> described, isn't that Kirby's main mechanic? That he sucks people in and takes their abilities? Exactly. Yeah. You can actually imagine, a- she looks like the character from Scream. Horrifying. So, we'll put that up there, but... I think I'll move over to you for your reviews now for Golf Zero Outfolded and Dig Bear. Okay, so um, these were basically all found. Uh, you found ex- them? Found. It's found footage. Um, no, it's um, basically all found exactly in the process I described before. I went on the App Store. I had a browse around. I downloaded a few games, tried them out. And these were the best ones I found. So, um, first one was Digby. So, Digby is basically you... Digby or Dickby? Digby. D-I-G-B-Y. <laughs> Just you, wanted to check. Uh, you're basically a little miner dude, and you mine in different directions. Miner as in uh, mining rocks or miner as in underage? <laughs> I'll stop asking questions I think now. both because he looks quite young but uh, yeah you have like a little drill and you drill down and to the side etc and you have to avoid different um, uh, uh, like uh, bombs and enemies that are going after you and lasers that you have to uh, destroy the, the edges of the laser and so on and so forth so um, but They've got a lot of really cool like mechanics in there where you can uh, like you can buy different skins. Uh, in fact, you know what it feels a little bit like Tetris. No, uh, what was the name of that space game? Um, Astro Attack. Oh, feels a little bit like Astro Attack. Um, Give that a bump. Brisbane based game. Astro yeah, Attack. check yeah. it out. Um, Very good. I loved it. So Digby, it's a fun. It's it's one of those kind of just brain dead ones. We just muck around. Um, in the I'm same way that Astro Attack is. Um, so it's definitely worth buying. I would, I would give it four out of five nap hugs. Ooh, that's a lot of nap hugs. Yeah. The second one is Golf Zero, which is, by any measure, a, a crap game. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, I've been waiting for a crap game. Well, okay. The problem is it's a crap game, but I, I actually like it. Um, it is oh, it is one of the weirdest games that I've ever ever played in my life. Um, you can see that the people who like the guys who made it, they clearly made it because they wanted to play it. So, if do you want to just come over here and just look at this game? Yeah, just real quick. Um, so you have a little dude, and you're playing golf. And what you have to do is you have to sort of like maneuver yourself into different positions, and then as you like, then you have to shoot the ball like like that. What right? And then it goes, does the ball in slow motion. So the idea is that, see, so you have to actually get it in the hole. 
So there's little obstacle courses that you have to jump around, maneuver yourself, <laughs> maneuver yourself, and then hit the the the, the swing button, which then puts you into slow motion. You've got five seconds to line your shot up, and the shot sometimes has to bounce off different walls. Um, and it's it's an ugly as sin game. Oh, it's, the graphics are terrible. It doesn't matter. Gameplay looks kind of fun, <laughs> but it is it's actually fun. Um, so it's not as crap as you made it sound. Well, it's crap in every way except for the mechanics. And you know what? That's probably all that counts. I would actually like to see this game, but overhauled with better graphics, because it it kind of puts you off. Um, and it does. I'm not talking about like full blown 3D or anything. I'm just saying maybe something that's closer to Angry Birds in terms oh, yeah. of graphics. Yeah. That would be good. Um, once again, team up with one if they could team up with one of the artists. Yeah. For instance, we're going to fantastic. But but these guys actually have um, a bunch of other games, and they all look very similar. So it's obviously it's obvious they're really good at the mechanics and the making of the games. Yeah, they and just then need some not graphics. great at art. Well, that's fine. Um, How so many nap hugs would you give that one? I give it two because it doesn't have a lot of playability. Oh, okay. If it had, if it had better graphics and was a bit easier to play and maybe better sound, better audio, the audio is not great. Fair enough. I would bump it up. What about Outfolded? This is your other one. Sorry? Outfolded. outfolded. Okay. So. Like my laundry. This is. This is one of the best games on mobile I've ever played. And it is so simple. Um, okay. What it is, is that it's a puzzle game. So you want to come over and have a Oh, no, I have here? this. Except. It, there's a clone of this. Is there? Yeah. Um, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But 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 here's the thing. Hang on. Let me. I'm just gonna turn the volume up. I don't know if you can hear this or not. But yeah, it's this really like relaxing meditation music. Yeah. And play it with headphones in. It's not the same if you don't. But this is the whole thing. Music's like this the whole time. I'd fall asleep. And pretty much what it is is yeah. I actually I actually, it made me think of like meditation. But on a mobile game. See, that's good. We need more of that. This is what executives should be playing at lunchtime so they don't go into the street and kill a bunch of people in their yeah. car. Now, it's a really, it's a really tricky game. Um, very tricky, actually. It's quite complex. Um, it, um, uh, uh, I got up to about level four, five or six, and then I showed my wife, who then got up to like level 11. Now I can't get past level 11. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and this is why you shouldn't let people play on the level you're up to. Um. But basically, the idea of it is that you have a bunch of cardboard boxes that you're given, and you have to move around a top-down 3D-ish... Isometric, is the isometric. name of that perspective. Yep. They look Tetris-y, the yeah, blocks that you've got, kind of, yeah. And you have to... You, you unfold the boxes. Now, obviously, when you unfold a box, you lose that side. Yeah. So imagine if you're unfolding a box entirely, and then... You know, so um, uh, you know, you might be able to move two spaces. Yeah, you can only move the and way. Then move yeah. at a right angle, another two spaces, and then you can go left or right if you want to. But you, uh, there's, they give you different size boxes. So some of them are shaped like big T's. Some of them are like just you know one square. Um, and it's really it looks good. I'll hard. actually be installing this. Yeah, is this a five out of five nap hugs? I reckon it's five out of five. Ooh. I really, really liked it. I yep. I'm adding this to the nap hug tally, so for the end of year party, everyone can hug the nap. Yes. So I this made me think a little bit like, um, uh, it's a game that you could feel working your brain, and at the same time relaxing a little bit. It's yoga for your brain. Yes. 
There you go. Go get yeah. some yoga for your brain. Yeah. Do we, have we told people about the nap hug event? I told Nap about it. I, I feel like He's we should... definitely not on board, but... No, I feel like we should be phoning life coaches and getting them to advise all their clients to come to this event yes. to hug, hug Nap. So, um, do you remember that episode of Family Guy with the naked, greased up deaf guy? Imagine oh, that. Oh, yeah. But with Nap. <laughs> nap and Nap hugs. <laughs> So we'll just like we'll you're never going to get Nap to stand still long enough to grease him up. We don't have to grease him up, but we'll just like release him I into a field to grease him and up. then like LARP style, just have like everyone emerge out of the trees and try and claim their hugs. I think we'll need to hire a helicopter to film that, <laughs> and then maybe play some play some you know relaxing, inspiring music like Flight of the Valkyries or something. <laughs> wow. Okay, so what games did you review? Uh, okay, so on my list, I reviewed Super Cat Brothers and Miniature Garden. I'm Super start with, Cat Brothers? I'm going to start with Super Cat Brothers. Yes, this appears to be a sort of a clone of Super Mario Brothers. Uh, the graphics are very simplistic, but they're really, they work really well. So the idea is this. You're a, you're a variety of different cats. You start off as this one, one specific cat, and you basically you can walk through the, walk through the world, but you can't jump. Which right. means you'll automatically jump when you get to like a, a clip. You can kind of walk up small ledges, like up the wall a little bit. And I think it's your first cat can actually walk quite far up a wall. And then you can jump and then land on the other side. So if you've got a tunnel going up, you can kind of nearly do the double jump thing to get up the tunnel. Yeah, the top. right. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. And you collect little coins and you avoid enemies and stuff like that and there's puzzles you get you get like you pick up a key and that will unlock a door to get to the next part and you have bosses the mechanic of defeating bosses gets very interesting when you have no weapons no attack and you can't jump so hang on how do you how do you you need to use level elements to defeat the thing for you so you end up actually thinking quite hard how to defeat these bosses um if you run into walls uh you can like at full speed you can kind of shake the level and that'll make them stop and then you need to get stuff to fall on them and things like that. So uh, this is actually, as a platformer goes, this is probably one of the more fun platformers I've played in quite a long time. Uh, the graphics are good. The music's really cheery and great. They've nailed the aesthetic. It runs really fluid. It controls great. Like, it's very intuitive. And it's really easy to play. You've only got, essentially, two buttons. So is it on mobile? It's on mobile. It's on iOS and Android. Super Cat Brothers. Super Cat Brothers. It didn't come up. Try Super Cat Bros. Super Cat Bros. I just downloaded Super Bullet Brothers. No, Super Cat Bros. That is a zero out of five nap hugs. Super Cat Bros. iOS. Here you go. Okay, okay. Super Cat Brothers on Android. On Apple, it's called Super Cat Tails. Uh, Obviously, because that they they might have got in trouble with. The Mario Brothers. Uh, yeah, Those I guess. Oh, I, bet someone, I bet someone in Apple wouldn't let them do it. Yeah, yeah, cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, downloading now. But it's it's good. I quite enjoyed it. So I'm actually going to give that, oh, as a platform. I'm going to rate this in platformers. I'm going to give that one a five because I love it. I really like that. As only very few games on my mobile, I will play whenever I you know, stop and have there to wait. There is a very confusing app a little bit further down, which is Adventure Meow. Uh, game for Super Cat Brothers version by a Canet Pong certificate. That sounds like a way for someone to get money from the success of another game. Um, oh, it's awful. That awful looks terrible. English in it. 
Six cats are the Super Cat Brothers version. New jumping first stars. Reunite Alex the Kitty together with his brothers and sisters and explore a mysterious island. Control 24 paws with only two thumbs. Yeah. Oh, actually, that's the what? other thing. That sounds very similar to Super Cat. I got Super Cat Brothers or Super Cat Tales, which, whichever you want. Another thing about it is as you progress through the levels, you pick up cats that you can change to that have different skills. One of them can swim against currents underwater. One of them can run really fast. One of them's able to pick up certain things. One of them has, a, has the ability to see in the dark. Uh, oh, and they cool. allow you, you can only switch at certain points. They allow you to progress for different levels. Um, it's quite a big game too. Like there's a lot of levels. I haven't finished it yet. Yeah, right. Uh, I've been playing it for a very long time. Oh, wow. Okay, it's downloaded. This is, yeah, they haven't been shy about ripping off uh, no, not Mario, have they? Um, <laughs> but the thing is, if you go back and play Mar- like the original Mario now, you can see how much better it is in every single possible way. <laughs> By the way, Super Cat Brothers, I'm going to give it a five because I really, really like it. Um, the second one on my list is called Miniature Garden. You may also find it listed as Schrodinger's Miniature Garden. Once again, it's got a cat in it, but this one's a little bit more interesting. So you have an isometric grid. So you basically got a bunch of squares, right? Yeah. And you've got an end goal, which is like a can of food that you need to get your cat to. And I think you start off with a little Persian. When you start the game, the cat will simply walk forward until it falls off the edge of the map or until it hits a ground square, which tells it to change direction. So it'll start, say, over here, and then you'll have your can of food here. Now, in order to get it, he could just, you know, walk into it. It might be here. So you have a collection of blocks that you can use that you can place on the ground that will do things like you've got a ramp or you've got an arrow to change direction this way or change direction this way. You've got a limited set and you need to put them down. This sounds like one of those like rudimentary um, like programming. Uh, it's a... Like the kind of ones that teach like kids how to program? No, no. Like don't, don't no, 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 no. It's um, uh, no, no, definitely not. But the idea is you get the cat of the cat food. The quicker you can do it, the more stars you get, right? Yeah, right. The first maybe thirty levels are so easy. It's like there's a hole in the ground and there's only one block I can put in it. Okay, but then it's like the developers went mental after level thirty-one. It gets, I think it's level thirty-one. It gets so hard that it's ridiculous. So it's got a very weird difficulty curve. Um, however, you really have to think about some of those. Like you might have a ramp in a direction change all thing and there's other things you have to avoid. For instance, if there's, you like this, if there's a cardboard box and the cat touches the box, he immediately gets it into it and goes to sleep and you lose the game. So you need to avoid <laughs> cardboard boxes, which for anyone that owns a cat, that is true. It's 100% accurate. Um, nice. It's a bizarre little game and I think they could improve the difficulty curve. But I enjoyed it. I'll pr- I'd probably give it three. Nap hugs. Yeah, okay. I might download it. It's, it's it. Enjo- and it's a very small game. Uh, and it's, you don't really need to. You can open it up, do a level, while you're waiting for the lift that you're in to get to the floor you want to get to. Yeah, right. Okay. Uh, some of those games are... So it's fast. It's, it's quite fast. Until you get to the later levels and then you want to smash your head. Um, um, I saw, by the way, I did see one game, which is... Not a great game, but it's one of those real sort of like dumb ones that worth having. Well, a look you've at. sold it to me already. Yeah. Hula Bear. Hula Bear. Have you seen it? Hula Bear. <laughs> you have to. There's um. There's different types of bears that you can dress up in different. Uh, like just come and have a look at the screenshots. No, I'm looking at it now. Yeah. And what the? Yeah. 
and you have to make them do hula hoops, and you get different number of points depending on, yeah, on how many, how long this, you get them to do it. I think this game looks terrible. I'm not sure. Yeah, I can't work it out either. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, this could be. It's got 20 ratings, and all of them are five stars. Yeah. Don't you love it when you get games and you read every rating, and the rating is like this. This game is is of good, good compatibility on yeah. mobile. Of this is good. Yum. Hey, um, you obviously may, you may or may not know. I don't know um, anything. There's a game on here that looks incredibly polished, uh, called Leo's Fortune. Nope, never heard of it. No, I hadn't either. But if you have a look at the screenshots, it looks phenomenal. Well, we might review that on next week's show. Yeah. Well, um, see, it's, oh. it's, a, it's another one of those $8 games. So an $8 mobile game, to me, feels like a risk. It does, but it also could be very, very, very good. Could be. You may also find that it's... Uh, oh, no, it's it's only a... um. But see, there's also Surgeon Simulator is yes. $8. No, no. There's there are, there are some games that have started coming out on iOS and stuff which are full-on um, adventure exploration games that have campaigns of like 30 or 40 hours. I'm impressed at that. And the thing is, when you consider that, for a mobile game, yeah, maybe it's eight bucks. But if you can get fifty hours of gameplay, yeah, true. in a story mode for eight bucks, Jesus, it's quarter it of the price of a movie ticket now. It depends if you need audio, because I think most people play; they don't sit down with yeah. the headphones on and play it. So That's if you true. need audio in order to get that gameplay, that is a, that is a tablet game on a plane. That's what those are for. Yes, yes. Um, but I prefer to play this on my TV. Anyway, we're getting distracted. I think we should round up now on next week's show. Um, we need to get a guest in. Apologies to listeners. Getting guests in has been a little bit interesting because every time we try and book one, uh, scheduling conflicts come up. I've been trying to get Spence on, but I keep accidentally not returning his calls because I forget. Sorry. Death Row Canada's already out, man. Death Row Canada's already out? Yeah. It's out. I thought it had a release date. It is out. Death Row Canada. 13 bucks, though. Ooh. Not sure that's going to work. Why? Why do they do this? Death Road to Canada is a fantastic game on mobile, if... on desktop. Hell yeah. Pay 13 bucks any day of the week. On mobile. On mobile. I know it's the same game, but it's... <sighs> I think they're going to lose some... It's um... steep. People, I don't think people... People, people won't take a punt. Dag nabbit. Only people that have played it on PC and want it on mobile will buy that. Yeah. Oh, well. Sorry, I'm looking at the Princess Peach <laughs> It's terrifying. So on next week's show, uh, I'm actually going to review a game called, where did it go? Uh, Vagante, which I intended to review this week, but I didn't have a chance. It looks a little bit like Magicite. It's a roguelike permadeath platformer that's procedurally generated. So we're going to do that on a co-op playthrough. So we'll have a video up for you guys soon. Um, We will also eventually have our seven days to die video playthroughs up. We've had tech issues and timing issues on that one fun out the wazoo etc and we have um we have a concept show coming out that we will talk about next week which will be a series of gaming playthroughs done in a new and unique way uh okay (laughs) just putting gonna put out there five out of five for hula bear Five out of five. Oh my god you're playing hula bear okay just come have a real quick look at this i will look at it before we round up no i don't want to see it come have a look i don't want to see it you're gonna have a look hold it up show it to me I can't. No. It's like a, it's, you got to like tap to keep the bar. I'm not walking over there. Going. You're like half a meter away. Oh, wow. Do you okay. know how far this that is? is? Actually, this is a really tough game. It's a tough game. It's challenging. Is it going to topple Activision? 
<laughs> Survey says yes. Oh, it might. Well, okay, we'll leave we'll leave Puck to play uh, Hula Bear the rest of the day. For everyone out there, uh, cue ball out. Have a good week, and we will see you next week. Puck out.